Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is 3K12 Education Talk Radio, and it's Monday, almost the last Monday in September already. I can't believe it. Okay, Monday, uh, the 25th of September. I'm Larry, and uh, we got a nice show for you today. We're going to go down to uh, Monroe, Louisiana, and we're going to talk to the middle school principal down there, Keisha Jones. And I, Keisha, I'm going to learn how to pronounce your name in a minute, but I'm, that's, that's for the time being. Do you give me the correct pronunciation? She's principal of Iswashita, which sounds very American Indian. I don't know if it is, but I guess it is. Okay, middle schools down there in Monroe, Louisiana. It's, it's the uh, Quachita Parish. Okay, then we're going to find out more, you know, about how to pronounce everything, etc. So bear with me on that. Okay, we're going to talk about tutoring the kids, giving them the help they need to keep them engaged, how ed tech allows us to do this. She's an expert in ed tech, and we're going to go from there. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. That's A-C-E-E-D.org. Everything we do over there is free. That's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity in Education. And we hope you go over there and check it all out. We've got our magazine. Just click on the cover of Equity and Access Pre-K-12. All the podcasts are over there and our Excellence in Equity Awards, where we hope you do get involved and nominate yourself, your colleagues, your school, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, it's all for educators, and it's over at ace-ed.org. And I'm going to go over to my guest now, go all the way down from Maine, where I am, down to uh, Louisiana. And Keisha, help me pronounce your first name. Hello, hello. You said it exactly right. It is Thank Keisha you. Jones, I'm... and we are Washita Parish. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I, I didn't know how to pronounce it. Where is, what is, where's, that, where's that word derived from? Is it, is it American it's Indian? It's northeast Louisiana. Nope, southern. Southern, northeast Louisiana. We're in the south. Wow. I know, I know that. I know, I've been to Monroe, but I didn't know the Washita yeah. part. Okay. And I, well, yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting. But the university's down there, right? There's University of Louisiana, Monroe, right? Well, we have one university in Monroe. Yes. It's ULM, yeah. University of Louisiana at Monroe. Yep, exactly. Okay, and I've, I've actually been there and a uh, good place. That's all I can say about that. It's a good place. And welcome to our podcast today. Okay, and I, I read this. You're the, um, you're the, uh, the principal, the principal of East Washita Middle School, right? Am I correct? That is correct. That's correct. Okay. But you have this background, and, and, and my good friends over at Varsity Tutors mentioned this to me, in computer technology? Are you an ed tech expert? It's computer information system. I, I'm definitely not a tech expert, but I do have a degree I think you in are. computer information systems. And it was from a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it has changed quite long. a bit since then. <laughs> but that, you know, I 95, think yes. That's not that long. Okay, that's not that long. It is in the computer world, but it's not that long. Okay. Actually, I think you're the first person I've talked to who's in education with that degree. That's that. How'd you wind up in education? This is interesting. Oh, it's long story, long story. Uh, I did work in my field for, for a little while. My husband is also an educator. When we started having kids, it was just complicated. It was very, very complicated. So I made the transition to education, and I have not regretted a minute of it. You should not. We're glad to have you, by the way. Not that, not, not that it's something new, but we're glad to have you. And obviously, you're principal of the school. Tell us about Iswashita and, and the school. Go ahead. Your okay. School and, and Thank the you so much. Oh, please brag okay. a little. Go ahead. Go for it. 
Well, we are a fairly new school. We opened seven years ago. Uh, Washita Parish had a fairly large middle school, large for Monroe, and they split the two schools. I was at the Washita High School as an assistant principal, and when we split, I got this job here. So we opened it seven years, and we have been rocking and rolling. We love our beautiful (laughs) building. We That's we great. try to be quite progressive. I love technology, and so we jumped on board on the technology train our very first year. So we've transitioned pretty well. They've got the right person to lead them along the way. I got to tell you, it's you. All right, that's that's amazing, and I think that's great. What's this, what is the school's demographics? I don't know the demographics of Monroe and the Washington schools. What, are, what what's the demographic? Okay, our population is about sixty-seven. Um, about 65% African American, mm-hmm. uh, so that would be 35% white. Um, we have a low socioeconomic background uh, hmm. of students. Actually, ours is pretty diverse. I'm, I'm going to tell you that it's pretty diverse. Yeah. We have just a plethora of socioeconomic backgrounds. That is that is fantastic. Okay, and I love to hear about a diverse school, and I love to hear about a diverse school doing well. Okay, and, and that's really good. And it, you know, a lot of people give me the number for uh, free and reduced lunch. How are we doing on that down there? It just gives a picture to everybody who's listening of the school district we're talking about. Okay. Uh, the majority of our students do eat free and reduced, but we are not Title One. There um, you go. Surprisingly, we are close to Title One, but we are not yeah. We are not quite Title One. We have been in the past. Our numbers did not reach oh, the wow. Title One status the last two years. Yeah, we missed it by like good. 2%. Yeah. I, uh, now, yeah, I don't I know if that's good or not. I like getting that extra money. I like getting the extra money, so I'm not going to say that's good. Yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, I said good, and then I'm thinking, now, wait a minute, is that good or not? You know, because you want the community to do better and better and better economically, obviously, that's obvious. But by the same token, when you move to that next level, you break it, you don't get the money anymore. That's that's an interesting question. I agree with you there. It's amazing. I do enjoy. Yeah, go ahead, please. Speak up. No, I was going to say, I do enjoy not having all the extra paperwork, though. That comes with Title (laughs) I. If you're if you're as good a principal as I think you are, okay, you you don't you don't you don't even have the time for the extra paperwork. Just be thankful for that. It's for that tape, paperwork is nuts, okay. And you got so much on your plate anyway. It's unbelievable. Yeah, my good friends over at Varsity Tutors introduced uh, introduced us for today's show, and I'm I'm very happy with them. Thank you, Varsity Tutors. It's VarsityTutors.com. VarsityTutorsForSchools.com. They're great and. Obviously, what, 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 how are you working with them? How are you working with tutors for the kids? I think that's wonderful. Okay, so in our math classes, we have a traditional math class, and then we have what we call our enrichment period. The enrichment period is geared towards students who are not at grade level, you know, those students who have not yeah. scored sure. uh, uh, mastery on their LEAP test. They're the ones who are taking, making unsaid and approaching basics. So we strategically schedule these students in the enrichment courses. Varsity Tutors has allowed us to create what we call rotation stations or centers uh, where we have one teacher, some classes we have a paraprofessional, and the live instruction of varsity tutors. So that allows us to differentiate huh. and provide what we like huh. to call on-time uh, or just-in-time support. When you said live, did you mean that they are doing it live on screen, or are they actually in the room? 
No, it's live on screen. Like each student has a, a headset, and there is a person on the other side. Students That's get to work. They show their work. Yeah. They're talking yeah, specifically they're talking to specifically. that class. To that yes, class. to that small okay. group of students. It's not the entire class. That's the beauty of it. Just say we have uh, ten kiddos in the class. Right, yeah, yeah. a teacher, a teacher may be working with five kiddos, and varsity tutors may be working with five kiddos, depending on where they are in the lesson and what additional supports they need. And how do how do you, how do your teachers? This is how do they stay in touch with the with var, with the tutor? How does the tutor know what to teach that day? Okay, so the teachers communicate with the tutor. They give them the scope and sequence. They can communicate via chat. They communicate via email, whatever works best for that particular teacher. Because the last thing we want to do is what? Add additional stress on our teachers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we want to oh, make yeah. this as streamlined. Yes, that's very important to me. Oh, yeah. We want to streamline this as much as possible. So if the teacher works better communicating with the tutor via some chat feature, then that's what that teacher does. If another teacher works better communicating via email, then that's what we do. We want to reduce the stress levels as much as possible. Oh. And, and, you know, you're not only – I have to say this in these days. It's crazy out there. You're reducing the stress level for everybody concerned. You're reducing the stress level for the teachers, and you're reducing the stress level for the kids. Okay? Yeah, and I have exactly. to, And I have to ask this. When so there's ten kids and the ten kiddos as you call them there's ten kiddos okay the teacher Miss Mrs Jones okay is not you you're Mrs Jones okay I'll call her Mrs Jones what do I that's care? okay, okay? I can be can be Mrs Jones I can be two Mrs Joneses all right so <laughs> Mrs Jones not you Mrs Jones teachers work with five of the kids and they're right on schedule they're doing fine okay how what is the goal how is it is it hard I don't know if this is the right way. Do the other kids feel separate, or do they understand, like I would have, that they need help? Okay, I, I always needed help in math. I mean, that was brutal, and I never got it because I was in school in the days when that just didn't happen. Okay, you, you know, it was either swink or sink or swim in school for the most part in your class. Okay, but how do the kids react to the kids who need the extra help? And how do the kids who are getting the extra help react to the other kids? What are you hearing? Okay, so we've created, we have worked really, really hard these last few years to create a culture that, one, we don't ridicule each other, okay? We're all here to learn, and everybody learns at a different rate. Yes, we have created that culture, and I'm proud to say that. But because of the flexibility... Yeah, because of the flexibility that we have with this program, you know, one week it might be these five kiddos. The next week it may be another six. The next week it may be three. It may ah, be seven, you know. Ah, so I get we, it. Have, we can rotate. Yeah, I may be good at, at one standard, but the next week I may struggle in a different standard. So now it's my turn to benefit from the extra assistance. I, I think that's terrific, and the teacher just keeps keeps tabs on who needs it and who doesn't and all that sort of thing. Am I correct? And then informs the tutor, mm, yeah. and we go from there. Are, are you just doing this in math, or are you doing it in other subjects as well? Right now, we're just doing this in math uh, in in the classroom. Now, we have the uh, on-demand tutoring that's available for ah. multiple subjects, but on our instructional day, Right now, it's only math. We piloted it last year, 
So you know you have to work out some of the kinks. Of and then yeah. this mm-hmm. year we're gonna we're doing it only math classes. Well, I have to ask you since you brought that up. Why is why is that? Why why only math? Because that where the, the is that where the hard part was? That where the kids are having the most trouble. Yes, that's okay. our area that we're focusing on. We're focusing on our math scores now. I have to brag on them. Last year, Go ahead, do it. 33, 33% of the students who were in the enrichment who used the tutoring, um, 33% improved an achievement wow. level on their state standard test. Their state wow. test. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. That was okay, huge. you should brag that about that. So what happens? Okay, yeah, you know, so thirty-three percent improved, and I assume let, let's just say fifty percent stayed even. Okay, okay. How what how what 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 um what happens then? How do you get them to improve? The, the, those kids who didn't improve, like some of them did. Well, we we keep trying. We we oh, chip, I know you do. We chip, I know you we do. Chip, we encourage. We encourage. Um, we look at. And by the way, I was terrible. Year, I was terrible in math. I, I want to make sure everybody understands this. I was terrible in math. I would have been in a group that probably. I don't know if I would have improved or not. Okay, I was terrible in math. <laughs> you would, still am. You, okay, would, so, you would have improved some. <laughs> no. You would have improved some. I don't know. Okay, and. So my point is, what? Well, let's talk about the, what happens to the other kids. Are they more in, in getting into more intensive tutoring this year? What happens? Yes. Well, I I don't know that I believe in just throwing more work, more work, more work. So we use a little psychology. Yes, we do. We use a little psychology. <laughs> we have some incentives in place. We have some incentives in place because it's not about what your grade is or what your score is. We just want to see growth. So we do some of the yeah. incentives. A growth mindset is huge on our campus, and so we like to infiltrate our students' minds and tell them, you can do this. And so just getting them to believe in themselves and just rotating in and out, changing up the the stations. I mean, it it worked last year. We got 33%, and we're going to try it again this year. I hope you get 63% this time. Okay, and you probably will. Last year was the pilot program. Kind of, you know, with yes, the first year. Correct. This year, it's that much better. And the, and I'll tell you the truth: the teachers have to get used to this. Okay, it's not just the kids; yes. it, it's the it's the teachers that have to get used to. It. And on that note, okay, what are you hearing from the teachers about all this? The teachers love it. They've asked us, ah, when great. are we going to start it again? Up. When do we do it again? When do we do it again? Because you know how the beginning of the school year is. We have to no. – we didn't want to start no. it right when school starts. And so we're going to do this second semester again right before testing, and it's going to be a bit more intense. <laughs> it's going to be – we're going to do it more often. Last year we only had it two days a week, and we're trying to get more days this year. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what you're doing is really important. You got to get these kids engaged. You got to get them happy. You got to get them understanding why math is important to them. And math is logic. It's good for it's thinking skills. I mean, it's that simple. I wish I had known that when I yeah. I wish I had known that when I was uh, you know when I was a kid, but uh, but I didn't. Okay. So from your point of view as the as the principal, okay, when you look at virtual tutoring and you were not taught like that, okay, this is something brand new. What what prompted you to really look into this and get it done? How'd you find varsity tutors, the tutoring service? How'd you how did it all come together? This is good stuff. And again, okay, I want so to say the, you've got a computer background. You get this stuff. You can see the power <laughs> of this. But yeah, I mean it. 
So the district presented this to all the middle schools last year. Okay? Ah, and the way, yeah. yeah, the way the way they introduced it to us um, wasn't necessarily my vision. Okay, and I think about how I learn. I don't learn by just going, using a software, watching a video, and just writing the answers and following the video. I needed my kiddos to have a person. I needed to have the flexibility of these students to interact, to talk, to communicate, to write, for the person on the other end to actually see what they were doing wrong so that they can correct it. How many times have you taken a test, you missed a question, nobody ever went on over the answer? and you moved on and you still didn't know it. Well, I needed, again, I needed that just-in-time education, that just-in-time assistance and structure or support. And that's how we came up with this idea. And I'm going to tell you, Varsity Tutor made it happen. They said, well, we've never done it this way. We've never done it, but let us try it. Let us see what we can do. Got to listen to your customers. Got to listen to your customers. You know what's best for your kids. For you know what's yeah. best for your kids at Washita, and uh, yeah. you know they they got like any good company they have to adapt what they're doing to meet the needs of your kids. I'll tell you a story I've told it before. When I I went in, in I went to school in Philadelphia, uh, and and when when it's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and when I went through uh, Philadelphia schools, I had by coincidence I think I had the same math teacher for all three years of high school. All right, but. And this was math, and I was terrible in math, or maybe he was just a lousy teacher, but I have a feeling I was terrible in math, but he had a bad habit, okay? What he would do would give us a test, uh, geometry, algebra, trig. What he would do is give us a test every Friday from the book, okay? And these were all kids who were bound for college. Each kid, with the average in the class, was about a 45 out of 100 points. Wow. Okay, so what he would do was mark on a curve. So everybody got a C or a B with a 45. And then he would go on to, to chapter three. He'd test you on chapter two. Everybody got a 45. He'd mark it as a B, and now he's on to chapter three. Did it, I, mean, I always wow. asked, did it ever occur to him that nobody understood chapter two? Okay? And I, I, like, I like well, to I'm say, if the kids aren't learning, you're not teaching. <laughs> you can call yourself a teacher, but if the kids aren't learning, you're not, you're not teaching. And... Oh, we, we needed help, and he was not the guy to give it. Now, he, oh, oh, yeah, he can come after school or whatever for help, but not that many kids did that, all right? Yeah. None, certainly none of my friends did, okay, because we all wanted to go out and yeah. play football, all right? And That's it. Can, can, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say maybe his teaching style was just not compatible with your learning style, and we well, have to the differentiate. Yeah, it would be yeah. a whole class. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, the whole class was getting 40s on every test, every test, okay? And he was just moving on to the next chapter by barking on a curve. And that's a bad wow. thing. And, I, you know, I've seen this in school districts, especially in the older days, time and time again, where and I, I can show you, the, I was working with a community college professor outside of Detroit, and they would get kids who had graduated with this is years ago with A's and B's from Detroit public schools, African-American kids for the most part. And they would go to community college where they were accepted. That's great. Okay. So these were A and B students. Okay. Who were reading and doing math at a fourth and fifth grade level. These were kids who had graduated wow. Detroit schools. Okay. 
They had graduated with A's and B's. They were reading at a fourth grade level. They were doing math at a sixth grade level or something. Okay? And we can't have that. That's unacceptable. Okay? These kids are not stupid. These kids are not stupid. They're as smart as every other kid there was. There is. All right? And yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, our doing, kids are smart. They're bright. Yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. Give these kids the opportunity to learn. Okay, it's that simple. And if, usually, if they're given the opportunity, they will succeed. And you had a 33% uh, um, increase. Okay, and next, I, I guarantee you, this year it's going to be a 50% increase. Because we're we getting are, your we system. are, yes. Yeah, and I hope it's more, by the way. That I don't want to limit you to 50%. I hope it's 90%. But oh, that would be fantastic! <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be, but your kid, your kids, and your teachers are capable about that to do that, and they can. If they can't do it themselves, either teachers and I mean this nicely, if they can't do it themselves, okay, you give them, you get them the resources they need to make it happen. Our job is to educate these kids, and that's what you were able yeah. to. You're doing. You should really be. You and your teachers should be really proud of yourselves for making this work. Okay, and varsity. I mean, it's it's just yeah. um, you know, it's just just really, really, really something. You know, what did you find? And you know, nothing works perfectly. You said this before a few minutes ago, Keisha. What 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 did you find were the challenges at the beginning of this? Okay, so you know, our kiddos, well, just society now already have this mindset of instant gratification. So we we felt like it sometimes added to that mindset. (laughs) You know, they wanted it right now, right now, right now. So um, I think in the beginning it may have added to that mindset. Um, Sometimes I felt like we lean a little bit too heavily and overuse technology, so we had to find a good balance. Um, we we really did have to find a find a good balance, mm-hmm. um, and I think sometimes it can be a distraction to students because they have the technology right there at their fingertips all the time. Um, I think, but the benefit. I'm sorry. What'd you say? No, no. You go ahead. I was going to say go ahead. Okay, but I'm going to talk about the benefits, okay, because I feel like the benefits outweigh, it outweigh the challenges. I'm sure they do. So I may be jumping a little bit ahead, but I felt like it outweighed. There's a nationwide shortage of educators, okay? We cannot not address that. And although I believe there is absolutely no substitute for a teacher in the classroom, this technology piece has allowed us options, okay? They've allowed us Options. We we now have options when we do not have the body in the classroom, and I think that in itself has been the best or the the, the greatest benefit is just having some options. Absolutely, and I'll tell you another option. You know, there's a big challenge with teacher retention, and one of the reasons teachers leave their job is because they're they're overworked and disrespected you can go right down that list etc and they have no time and they're spending their own money in a lot of cases to get school supplies etc there's a lot of reasons for for serious teacher retention challenges and everything that we can do to make their job easier and i love what you just said you know the technology gives you the options we can do this okay and all it is is a change in the way we're doing it 
okay? We, yep. The world changes, okay? The world changes, okay? Things change. And if we can't get a, enough teachers there full-time, we have to go outside. And that's what technology allows us to do. It, it's, it's just really – so, yeah, it's just so darn important to see that. And the key is don't fight it, okay? There's no reason to fight it, all right? The reason is the, – the thing is to go with it, okay, and use technology as, as much as we can these days, all right, and to make it work. It's got to be our friend, not our enemy. You know, everybody's talking about artificial intelligence, AI, being our enemy. It's not, okay? It's there, and we got to make it a friend. We got to use it. The I way think it has a place. It, yeah. yeah, of course it I does. I think it has a place. Uh, again, we just have to find balance. I have found that in the beginning, pre-COVID, educators were afraid of technology. They were afraid of it because they didn't yes. have a background in it. You know, That's right. and so just like anything else, you have to get used to it. You have to chunk it. If just imagine you thinking back to your math teacher that that you so vividly remember, he probably gave yes. you a lot of information at one time. So we as adults, educators, whoever we are, are no different from the students. We have This has to be a gradual process. And exactly as long right. as we chunk it and we gradually <laughs> in, introduce something different, I think people will be more receptive. Um, Good job, Madam Principal. Good job. Yeah. Yep. So that's what we did. We chunked it. Each nine weeks, we would add a little bit more. We would add a little bit more. And again, this was before COVID. And so I was so excited when varsity tutors came around because my teachers were already accustomed to using technology. Now, was it a learning curve? Yes, it was. But they were already accustomed to, to using technology, and so they were not intimidated by it. You know, you said something before. You said your your, your school is mostly, uh, I think you said 70% or so, African-American. Do you have enough African-American teachers? Can the kids uh, – how's that going down there? I'm just curious. Well, not only is people there a color. shortage of teachers, <laughs> there is yeah. also a shortage of people of color, yes. yes. Yeah. So, no. I, I, there, it is. It is not comparable at all. Um, the district work, does a, a, a great job. I feel of trying to recruit, so but I you bet, can't recruit people who are not there. I mean, if they're not there, they're not <laughs> yeah, there. You can't make them. Artificial intelligence is good, but it's not that good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're exactly right. I was just curious down there, you know, in the heart of good old Louisiana. Okay, how you were yeah. doing with that? Because it's hard, like you said, it's hard to get teachers. But, it, you know, yeah. it's hard everywhere for, for school districts to find teachers of color, which always strikes me as amazing because when I went to, I remember a great many of my teachers when I was in Philadelphia years and years ago were African-American. I mean, it, it, it's amazing how that is. See, it seems to me there were a lot and it seems to me there's less and less and less now, which is not good, which is not good. Okay. Yeah. And uh yeah. What can I tell you? You know, it's that that bit. How are you doing with teacher retention, teacher shortage? Then are you fully staffed? We are fully staffed. We are Yay. fully staffed, and we are excited. We are super excited about being fully staffed, and we only yeah. have two teachers, uh, three teachers on our campus who are doing the alternative certification route. Uh, now, listen, 
I don't bash alternative certification routes no. because that's how I got into education. So, you know, some of the best teachers come from other careers. Absolutely. But I this agree. year we only have three. We only have three. I want to tell you, a, it's not a funny story, but a quick little story. You you, sure. you make mention of having minority representation on my campus. So important. So last year we had a, a it was a black man who was one of the tutors. And the kid, one of the kids was so excited because he had never had a black male teacher and he was like oh it's a black really you know he was so excited yes he was so excited that it was a black man um as one of his teachers wow i thought that was quite interesting um well well, it's incredible it's amazing and and, you know we got i always say this and you'll laugh you know only high schools always have career fairs and the one thing that never has a booth is become a teacher, you know, become a veterinarian, become a firefighter, yeah. become whatever. Okay. Yeah. Become an engineer, but they never have become a teacher. Okay. And we've got these yeah. kids, you know, and we've got to make school and you're doing this. You got to make school engaging and fun for them because people don't want to go back to something they didn't have fun in. Why do that every day? Okay. But if we make school yeah. ed- engaging and understand our audience, Okay, it it will pay off in the long run in terms just a the kids success and b getting kids back into education even for a few years. You know, it's it's just so important. Keisha, you're doing a great job down there. Washington sounds cool. Well, thank you. Okay, they're lucky to have you. you. Is all I can tell you. They're lucky to have you. I appreciate that. I truly do. Yeah. Well, you're you're something. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. What can I say? On behalf of everybody, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. This was fun. You're welcome. Okay, you take care, and I hope we talk again. Have a good day. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you. You Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, you know, there are some great educators out there, okay, because they have a heart and a soul and really want this to work. And we just got to make it, get everybody on the same page. That's all there is to it. The hell with the politicians, okay? I'm telling them, they're just making it crazy out there for people who really want to do a good job. Keisha and her school are using varsity tutors. Okay, this tutoring works. It's a change in the way schools work, but in an age of teacher shortages, in an age of kids being so distracted, in a post-pandemic age, we really need to use everything in our quiver. And one of the things is tutoring, and it's virtual tutoring, and it works. So check out Varsity Tutors. You can just Google it. It's varsitytutorsforschools.com. I think it also works at varsitytutors.com. All right, we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs. Hey, thank you for listening.